I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Show me Hannah's shot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wide shot. I just need to new fix it. And uh, Jack and Daniel's shot. Show me. Yeah, okay. Okay, are we recording? Yes. <laughs> Jesus, where are you going, Hannah? I'm just going to fix the curtain. Because, uh, Daniel, don't do that sound because it drives me bonkers. It's Jack, let's go. Okay, let, let's do it funny then. Come on, let's let's do the funny thing. Okay. Okay, Daniel, do your impression of Cher singing uh, Fuck Me in the Face. Okay, yeah, because we love it. Go on, we love it. We don't love it. Go on. Okay. What? Three, two, oh, one. That was a personal thing. I, I don't want to share it with anyone. Why not? Go on, Daniel. I don't know. I don't want to. Just do it. No. Just do it. That, that, was, that was a special moment. Mm-hmm. Jack introduced the show. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> why, why, why is David in such a bad mood? I was fine, I was fine until... What the, happened? Go on, go on, go on, because, the, you know what I mean? It's like living with sh- fucking X Factor contestants who come on. I, 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 I do impressions of chickens. And the mother's on the side going, that's brilliant. It's not brilliant. You know what I mean? Let's well, go. Do you think you're Simon Cowell or something? I don't want to be. I hate X Factor. Okay. <laughs> you kind of you you looked it before. Yeah, you kind of looked like Simon it. Cowell. We were all there. Yeah, but we watched it in the same way that you'd go into uh, like a psychiatric unit and watch people on well Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed of it, though. Guilty and pleasure. Uh, yeah. you, you did watch also... EastEnders when and I met you Antiques I thought Roadshow. you avid uh, yeah that, that, was, that, that was in the 80s though I think oh, no, no the uh, not in the 80s I met you in 1991 yeah yeah you're not as cool as you think you are mate I don't think I'm cool at all I think you do oh god with your, with your blonde hair your fake blonde hair and your little I think they're yellow y- your silk scarf <laughs> it's not silk. You know, fake silk scarf and your little vape. I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed that this doesn't even annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, can I just say, Jack, can you just uh, fix the blinds behind you? No, you have to just use your hand. Just that. That won't work. What's Daniel? Your... Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Can Let's we... start this thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Please welcome to And That's Why We're Not Together, starring David McSavage and Hannah Andrews. And welcome back after vacation, uh, Prince Jack and Prince Daniel. This is the first, and that's why we not to, we're not together. Um, I think since well, uh, since, since before uh, we left, the, yeah, you know, the we 20th, had one, yeah, eighteenth no, of November, and we did one on the on the beach uh, without Daniel, and we missed him terribly. I asked Al Porter to come on the podcast today, but he said I I forgot I am I'm uh, doing the panto, so he's doing rehearsals for the panto. Oh, just a shame. Oh, by the way, also, which is quite exciting, we we as a family, as as our as our podcast, and that's why we're not together. We have our first gig, and it is Talk the Talk Podcast Festival on Sunday, March the tenth. Ooh, amazing! Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's Sea Church. Does anybody know where Sea Church is? It doesn't matter. It's a church. Maybe acoustics are really good. And they can really hear your voice, David. And, and we're on the last day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the blue, blue Boy or Blind Boy. Po- oh, fuck. You know, anyway. So listen, here's the thing, right? Um, it holds about 100 people. So you're going to be on stage, Hannah. Yeah, I'm, I'm frightened. Only, only 100 people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how, are you going to be will you be having a few drinks I'm not sure No, I, I don't think I will have drinks because you know drinking just uh, makes you forget things I yeah. think it's just like your brain really slows down yes maybe I have a sniff something <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm joking that's Poor joke. Maybe yeah, I so take the big, some the, mushrooms. The, 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 the big uh, news is that uh, on the day we were heading back to Dublin from Thailand, we were in the airport and we were trying to board a Turkish Airlines flight, but we couldn't because the tickets Hannah had bought were in sequence. So we... we I w- didn't know it. I mean, yeah, you know, well, like, so I bought the ticket. Look, I bought a ticket. And the first leg of a journey... First leg, not lack. Yeah, go leg. on. Leg. Yeah. That's what I said. You said first leg of the journey. Leg. Okay. Oh, I'm going to take elocution lessons. Ca- calm down, Simon, yeah? Fucking hell. <laughs> you look... You, 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 and, and you're more David Williams than Simon Cowell anyway. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Hannah. But anyway, so I bought a ticket. I pay my own money. And, you know, it's a different airline as well. Okay. So I'm thinking and again, if get, I don't go there and then I just this long, appear. This long walk into point, point I mean, where's no, the point? No, you just interrupt me halfway where, You know, through. you go in and then, you know, back in 1852, Poland got us into, come on. No, it just, I'm just appearing uh, at the airport in Phuket and then they tell me there's something wrong with my ticket. I was just about to explain that. You bought a return ticket from Bangkok to Dublin and you thought you could pick up the flight at the uh, what do they call it when the when you do the a flight has a sequence you call it, there's a word for that fl- flight transfer transfer or not transfer sequence no show no come on 
Sequential. This, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself. You I can't think be. of it. So, so there's, there's how many, they call it not layovers. Legs. legs. No, it's not leg. They, they, they have how many stopovers, stops in, or. In sequence. No. Okay, stopover is a layover. Yeah, stopover is a layover. Uh, how many, uh, is it a direct, okay. Hannah bought a return from Bangkok to Dublin. Obviously not a direct flight. There were certain stops. There was a stop in Phuket and a stop in Istanbul. Hannah thought we could pick up the flight in Phuket. We couldn't. Phuket. When we got, fuck it. When we got to the airport, your man said, no, your flight is cancelled. And, and my inst- instinct was, OK, fuck it. We'll buy, we'll just stay for the night and we'll buy a new ticket. Hannah was like, you're working against us. <laughs> yes, I was ready to kill so, 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 so. Uh, imagine that I was at Rumble. I just saw the film Rumble. Well, so can I just say actually to people, <laughs> actually this might as well be a travel show advice show because here's the thing, when you buy a ticket yes. from, you know, here to there and there's two stopovers, you can't pick that flight up in one of those stopovers. You have to get the flight from the origin. Very beginning, wherever you bought it from. The, the or- origin flight. But, but, but this the is the origin. This, the origin flight. This is the weird thing, right? Because it was a no show, right? What's um, a no show? A no show is when someone doesn't show up. Kind of. You like, mean in Bangkok? No, but a no show, right? It can be used for a lot of different things, like jobs, like whatever. You know, the mafia used to use it. You know, with oh no show. Anyway, oh anyway. So the no show. We 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 had a no show essentially for our first flight. So so the. It's it's not a legal thing, but it's a policy that airlines take that if you don't show for your first flight on the sequence, they cancel the rest of uh, you, they cancel the rest of your seats and they sell them off. The weird thing about our situation was we had arrived to Phuket because we were staying there, and they were informing us that they had not sold our seats. Our seats because we had bought specific seats and they were still there, available. Yes, we 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 and hang on a second. We bought uh, Hannah bought seats. Uh, uh, from Bangkok to Phuket, Phuket to Istanbul, Istanbul to Dublin. But the point is, we this was the day before we hadn't boarded. So obviously, they allowed you to buy seats because you hadn't the the ticket hadn't been cancelled. Yeah. Right. So anyway, we're sitting there now. We deferred to Hannah's in uh, you know feeling on this and so we were there and we didn't realize we were in a situation and, and can i just say also Sorry, you can't just put all the blame on can Hannah, I, David. Uh, let me put David, all you know we were all there like I you know, know processing yeah, you're mean, trying you're trying to say like you were like saying oh no i wanted to do the exact I'm opposite trying, thing I'm try- okay you know? can, can i but ju- you're a man you should be like napoleon you know you don't defer shite film by the way i don't know yeah, if you've seen napoleon talk- i don't know if you've seen napoleon badly cast uh, french people are prickly cock sportifs they're odd they're weird they're mercurial they're like you know one minute of this and then they cast this guy wrong american dude why didn't they cast a french person number one number two every 10 seconds horses going in horses coming out horses horses fucking horses right number three i don't care about some fucking love affair of some fanny just (laughs) you know whatever you know this little corsican and then they just had lots of shots of you know whackham phoenix like fuck off so boring i'd say the french are raging and can i just also say that uh what's your man's name ridley scott i mean he's over he's finished shouldn't be making films anymore he should be i don't know it wasn't people that. i mean it was bad but it wasn't like it was, it was like all right like you know i mean uh daniel uh david actually fell asleep and he actually i've never heard him snoring he started to snore so yeah. i had to poke him if you have trouble sleeping go to napoleon okay so we're back in phuket airport right 
arrived at Fuck Airport and it's funny because I saw these uh, two Irish guys who'd been stuck in the airport for two fucking days and their heads were wrecked and they were going you know oh fucking fuck and I'm, I'm kind of looking at them going you're just badly you're just badly organised or whatever you know and I kind of you know and little did I know that I was about to descend into the seven fucking cycles of hell. So we were there and we were back to an... So, so first of all, we tried to get on the flight. Oh, sir, can you just go over to there? So, you know, we were waiting for like two hours to get to, to somebody to tell us to wait over there. Then we go over there and we're toing and froing. We're talking to the supervisor. We can't get on the flight. Then he says to us, you, you have to contact your co- a travel agent, OK? You have to contact your travel agent. Hannah had booked these flights with a company called MyTrip. It's a website. There's no interaction with human beings she's just there shut up yeah yeah but hold on Uh, most people buy tickets through Skyscanner and then that will bring you on to buying it through the online travel agent yeah because what they do is they can connect two different airlines flights so that you don't have to buy through the singular airline all I'm trying to say is so we don't have tradi- back when I was growing up you'd have it you know Mary O'Rourke she's your travel agent none of that there's no travel agent so we're desperately trying I, to I can just imagine that you just wake up Mary O'Rourke like 3 o'clock in the morning and <coughs> ask her to reach so we're in Thailand tickets. and we're trying to contact somebody you know, we're trying to find a phone number attached to my trip and also we've got our Thai sims in so it's going to be just quite clever because you we can't the contact the fucking 24/7 we can't look folks you, we can't contact the travel agent we're trying to find a number then we do find a number and we tried to contact and couldn't get through and then i had the bright idea uh to contact mark As rothman usually. in london and i i you know rang him up and said listen we're trying to get our flights reissued the original flight was from Bangkok now we're in Phuket can you ring up our travel agents and give them all our e-ticket number and information and see if they can reissue the ticket from fucking Phuket to Istanbul to fucking Dublin so we gave them this number which turned out to be fraudulent it was attached to the my trip uh, travel agency but we gave two numbers we gave two numbers go on and and because I texted I think this is the more legit number no, this one you texted is a legitimate number, the, exactly. the Irish yeah. number. And the one we said but over the that's phone. that's why how they prey on people, because, you know, people in those situations, they go on Google search and they, you know, try to call the first number appears in the search. So Google, <coughs> you know, updates those numbers all the time. So, but we weren't even thinking that... That there were there were criminals at the gate at this point. We didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. Oh, no, I didn't know about you, that you know, scam. You, it's about, actually okay. So yeah. so then we get so then we get Mark Rothman, and I apologise for not telling this clearly, clearly, more clearly, or more succinct, because I don't know. Uh, look, look, just let me get to it. Mark Rothman. He starts. He calls. Uh, the fr- turns out to be the fraudulent representative of my trip who didn't anyway so Mark was talking to this guy and he was texting us hey it looks like they're going to release the e-tickets they're just waiting I'm, I'm, they, uh, it's only going to cost 290 quid I'm saying great they're having problems with my NatWest debit card or something like that and you know okay really and then you know uh, and then he tried another debit card and they're still having problems with it, right? But but uh, as we're saying this, tickets are, it's ticking down to the gate closing. And it's an hour before, it's 45 minutes, 30 minutes. The supervisor was saying, we still have no message from the uh, fucking 
travel agent and I'm going Mark no it's going to happen it's going to happen believe me it's going to fucking happen and then we were like you know 15 minutes Mark give him my fucking number I just think did give Mark him. get a cut from Listen, this I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying Ma- he's like Mark, cooperating he's a fucking them. lunatic that he didn't, yeah, he's he didn't cooperating we were all stressed out he should have been going David this is absolutely not legit you could just give your no- credit debit card over the it's done you know, and they're going, oh, it's we're having a problem with our accounting team. There's no accounting team. It's two cunts in some fucking place yeah. being cunts. Right. So so uh, then I said, give him my fucking number. Maybe it's your debit card that's not working. How does he know, know his debit card? This guy calls me. Instantly. Instantly. And uh, it says reservations team. And he's, and then he he quoted Mark Rothman's name. I've just been talking to your friend Mark Rothman, so I mean I think it's legit. Uh, just push this payment through, and this payment came up. Uh, you no, know, he took down my Monzo debit card details, all the things, and started asking me security questions. I think at some point, you know, what my address was, what my mm-hmm. blah blah, and and then um, he said, okay, just push the payment through, and then this figure, well, there was PKR. One million something something, <laughs> right? And then there was then there was a figure three two four, and I thought well three two three two three, two four. So I just pushed the payment. I pressed it, and then I checked my Monzo, and I just uh, approved three thousand four hundred and fifty four pounds eleven pence. <laughs> <laughs> because, lads, whenever you uh, have Jack, that it's payment, your fucking money too, you ding dong. Well, I, I know, but, but I had to. I had yeah, to. You, you, you've got to look what it is. Oh, listen. Step back. It's your money, Jack was saying, and you're so territorial. Like, I wanted to look what it is, but you just, like, you know, take off your glasses and put your eye into a farm because you eat so Oh, and I have a video of me uh, when just immediately after it happened, and he's saying, what's your name? And then he said, Alan. No, Alan what? Just Alan. Who are you representing? (coughs) (coughs) He said, Skyways. Huh? And then I called him a fucking... Can't. Yeah. But like, what? Did it get you money back? He well, so is I mean, laughing. But so, now, so, so, appar- so apparently, money. apparently, there is uh, the the money in Monzo might be insured. My money might be insured, and there is, uh, you know, these scamming. What do they call them? Push payments. Authorized push payments. Uh, you mm. know, and. Um, so if that doesn't work, then you can go to the ombudsman, and you know, there's, there's. So I don't know. I mean, you're gonna I'm, go all the way. Oh yeah, but I mean, I've I've re- I wrote down all the evidence to prove that what happened happened, and it's I was legitimately scammed. But I assume the and money went. Oh yes, scam. and then we got then we got an email somehow. No, you got an email because yeah, yeah. you'd bought the tickets from a, a company saying that uh, they've overcharged us to the tune of three thousand four hundred fifty-four quid, and that uh, w- we will get that money back. But the only reason those scammers so you- sent that email so you wouldn't dispute it with your debit card company, but. Um, uh, I assume that money's gone. It's finished. But I, I hope that m- uh, my money is insured. Um, well, but then I look up on uh, you know Google and it says that very six percent of money that gets scammed in this way gets returned from Monzo, as opposed to TSB, who like a ninety percent return. So they're apparently the the they're the most. Is, uh, you get you get most scammed on Monzo, and it's the least likely to get your fucking money back. Because which, it's it's like Revolut, you know. These they they make banking and they make uh, making payments much easier. Right. There's mm. a, but but there's you know. But I guess the the negative side of that is that 
you know, there's not as many things in place, contingencies in place. So maybe said so that you know th those things like Revolut and Monzo, they're kind of a, they're kind of a used for um, used for small payments and stuff. Yeah, you shouldn't keep a lot of money on your Revolut. It just transfer or oh, oh, Monzo. You have another account. And yeah. then, you know, like you, you put as much as you need. So if you had that, you haven't had, you wouldn't have 3000 on your Monzo. You know well, I don't, I, mean? <laughs> I don't have it now anyway. They've, they've yeah, sorted like, that out for me. That's, that's what you, but that's what you have to do. Have another card and transfer to your Monzo account whatever you need. You know what I mean? This is, my, this, this is my impression of uh, David's Monzo account. So, uh, so, so uh, then the fucking gate closed. Uh, the gate closed, so we couldn't get on the Turkish Airlines flight. And as I was leaving, and you know the people that we were having this dispute <laughs> with, saying you're going to get lots of bad luck or something. Anyway, I walked away. And then, they shrugged the shoulders. Yeah, and then then we had to buy a ticket with Etihad for seventeen hundred pounds sterling. Mm. And uh, then we stayed in a little fucking bed sit or whatever no we stayed in a hotel in Phuket just near the airport and it was grand I mean you know but uh, yeah it was it was really really fucking horrifying it was really sh horrifying it's the wrong term but it's it was very yeah, it was sort of traumatic you yeah know? yeah it was traumatic pretty on a different level it's not like a war situation but it is traumatic it's just like so I guess what, what advice could you give people if you're in a situation where you fucked up your flight and they're not letting you board um, because you've transgressed some, you know, invisible terms and conditions that you didn't know about. And they tell you to contact your fucking thing, your, your, your um, travel agents. I don't even think it is a thing that they can reissue. I don't think so somehow they so, so really take a take a scammers. take a pause. And if you're talking to somebody and they're saying to approve a payment just be super cynical and critical uh, of that i mean having said that i mean i thought i had i had I, 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 th I think um you know because at the very beginning like it's very difficult with these uh the people working there because they don't you know they're they've been given a kind of you know uh, a standard a standard operating they say, procedure they say, like listen like you can't help you got to get people moving quick so we can we can get all these customers processed so they're not really caring about one person well, they shouldn't be there. but, but uh, for for me if I was to give advice you're in these kind of situations is obviously with the thing of hindsight make sure that you're able to do whatever you want to do research it and everything but if you are in that situation you mean sorry when you buy your flight know yeah, exactly yeah. what you can and can't yeah. do but then if you're in that situation where you're at where you're at the uh, desk um, oh and another thing if you can't check in online there's an issue Okay. Yes. If you can't check in online, there that that's an absolutely. That's and an I was telling that to Hannah. That's an well, yeah. Okay, good man. That's an indication of an issue. But when when you're you there, you scored a star. When David. you're when you're there, uh, don't be aggressive with the people who are working there. You know, don't be trying to argue. Just try and find the facts and mm. just and just tell them. Listen, don't bullshit me. Can I get on this flight or not? If I figure it out. Because it would have been so much more helpful if they just said, "Listen, you can't get on the flight," and then we could have gone on and figured it out. But also, but they were telling us that I figured out. No, no, they, they weren't saying they were. You were telling us I was working against us. They weren't what, what? saying that. They weren't saying that. You were saying that to me, David. You just you want see that. To you see, this is what you're doing now. You're shutting me down, and you're David. You just me. want to, you know, say that you were more clever than you were. 
I'm sorry. The biggest mistake is approve the pavement. No matter how far you go, yeah, no, you true. shouldn't have done it. <laughs> can't, can't that's argue with that. the biggest mistake. And you know, like you're doing this, your eye to the phone and pressing. You have to look. You have to think. <laughs> what am God, I doing? God, God, we thought we thought we thought our tickets would get reissued. We were so desperate to get on the stupid fucking yeah, shitty like, flight. That's the thing. That a lot of that's. And then why not only did we not get on the flight. Down three thousand four hundred and fifty-four pounds, and then another seventeen hundred pounds. It's like life went. Oh, come here over here. Fuck you. No, no, no. And just a little. Oh, fuck you. Slam dunk. And then those two guys who I thought were, you know, oh, we've had a nightmare. And I'm looking down on them. And then suddenly, they've had a good time compared to fucking me. But listen, three thousand. That's why you see you cannot. I'll be in an old people's home. I'll be yeah. talking about this. So I, listen. But the only good thing, can I just say about a really bad thing happening to you as an Irish person, is sharing it with, with other Irish people. Mm. That's one of the. Po- I don't know if it's the only positive. Um, you know, because when I come back, and I think you should go on Joe Duffy. When you go, but yeah, when you go, but okay, Hannah. When you go, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'll do it in a second. When you go to pe- Irish people, and and it just elicits oceans of empathy. I got scammed for three thousand four hundred. Jeez, you're yeah, fucking yeah. Kid. You're absolutely yeah. kidding me. How did you feel? So it, it, it's, it's actually a gift. It's how a Christmas gift. How did you it's feel? A cri- I'm doing the comedy, Hannah. It's a Christmas gift. We'll do that now. I've, it, that's actually, this story is a Christmas gift to Irish people because it, it's a horrible amount of money to have ripped off me. Or will I get it back? Doubtful. And, and, and uh, you, you, uh, it makes you feel better about your own shitty lives and your lack of achievements. Hannah, okay, you be Joe Duffy. Hi, Joe. Uh, uh, hi, David. What happened? That's not Joe Duffy's voice. Hell uh, yeah. Okay, you do it. No, go on. No, do it. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Joe. Yeah, I just got scammed in uh, Phuket uh, for £3,454. Oh, yeah? When yeah. did it happen? It happened on uh, the 4th of December, Joe. And how did you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I felt awful, Joe. It was horrible. How awful? It was the worst feeling. I've never felt as bad as I did in that moment, financially speaking. I oh, felt, really? I felt well, violated. I felt stupid, humiliated, yeah. Stupid, humiliated? Yeah. And what else? How else did you feel? Embarrassed. Embarrassed, disgusted. And what did you think about those people who scammed you? I thought what they were, were terrible they? people, Joe. Terrible, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jack <laughs> listened to Joe Duffy uh, and Jack listened for the first time and he's a fan. He loves Joe Duffy. It was, it was great, you know. It's like uh, I've never heard anything like it, you know. I think I think it's good, you know. It's very oh, you, unique. Yeah, you it, mean, it, it was great though because uh, you know he's talking to this guy uh, Marty or something, and Marty's ah oh, you've been working for fifty years, sixty years. You're up at six a.m. every day and six okay. And he's and then and you can see he's having a good time. They're having a laugh and then and then Marty starts oh I have kids oh yeah how are the kids and he's like ah they're well well one of them you know uh, one of them has a, has a bit of an issue you know she's got some some health issues and then you know it's just there's there's a pause and he goes oh really there's a problem <laughs> you know his his whole uh, his whole. His whole the uh, timbre of his voice, changes. yeah, it's, it all changed and it's all, all low, and it's like, oh, he gets very vaginal when he hears. And, and, and sad he stories. really, he really does. Like he is the embodiment of of Ireland, of Irish people hearing terrible news because you know no one wants to hear someone else doing well. You well, know? you know, no, but but certainly we do love to tune into other people. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Carl, and then yeah, oh yeah, you I'm do just, it. Uh, Anyway, go on. So, so, so listen. So, so the thing is, I, I don't know. It's it's incredible though that in those moments when your flight, get, the gate of your flight is closing, and you're trying to 
get a ticket reissued. So you you Google search the uh, t- the uh, the travel agents that you booked it with. So it could have been my search up up. Think of all the my search. I think of all the names of the 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 the, the, the travel agents. Mm. My trip. What's the other one? Apodo. Gongondo, Trivago, oh, yeah. Trivago, whatever. Kayak. So then there's all these little vulture criminals attaching. I don't know how they do it with their webs, with their with their with their with their with their, with their no, websites, Google. and they attach fucking numbers, and then little fucking OAPs like me, little fucking dementia people. I want to book my ticket. <laughs> no problem, sir. I'm not going to do the accent. No problem, sir. Yes. And he doesn't he didn't know anything about it. Yes, I can see. Can you just give me? Yes, your flight. Oh, no, you can probably look at the flight. Uh, like yeah, it's, it's and public he information. Asked for all the information. Yeah, information. Should yes, sir. Make us I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fucking idiot. £290 to reissue the ticket. That can't actually be re- reissued. And the fucking Turkish Airlines fuckers should have known that. So you can't actually reissue your ticket. That can't be done. And this scam has happened before. And we know the fucking roads are being led down. Willingly, by the way. I willingly walked into my own fucking robbery. Hello, can you rob me, please? I'm over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, here's my, here's my debit card details. Yes, £290. £290, yeah, I assume, I trust you, I've never met you in my life, that it is £290. Doesn't look like £290, but I'll prove it anyway. You fucking idiot. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, you are a fucking he, idiot. And do you mind me asking you, how long have you been a fucking moron? <laughs> All my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I just want to say that they are so clever that they wait to the last moment yeah, because yeah. he prolonged it, prolonged it. Oh, yeah, kept yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept me waiting. Oh, that's right. Until that's right. You get waiting, in the situation waiting, waiting, that waiting is the, the last, last moment second. that you don't have enough time, you think, to look and whatever. And then because it's just pushed the button. But also w- w- losing that amount of money makes you a bit philosophical as well because, you know, it, it didn't make me yeah, think, well, you know, 300. it's a huge amount of money. Jack's okay, Daniel's okay, Hannah's okay. Fuck you! And do you know what it, you know what it is as well? Because I've lost that amount of money, I'm going to make, make way more money than I would have made if I hadn't lost that amount of money. So in a way, it was like fucking smelling salts. It's kick up the arse. And everybody's trying to rip you off just little bits. Little venues, they're all trying to fucking, you know, put this charge, this charge. Fuck off, the lot of you. Uh, and in a very unemotional, very business-like way, I'm going to just plan the year ahead and make money and buy a fucking house and then just stand at the front door of the house and as people walk by fuck you I own a house you fucks but they all also own the house so like who yeah well I'm saying? a fucking house owner like you so don't be looking down on me you fuck <laughs> measuring your self importance by the fucking size of your house look at the size of my house but I think that's what you are doing no? huh measuring your importance yes. by size of your house yes Okay. I'm very confused. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the holiday itself. <laughs> uh, and, oh, yeah. Well, th- we stayed in this uh, hotel, which was, was very White Lotus. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was called Resort. The Cove. The Cove, yeah. So, uh, so when you wa- there's no reception desk, right? So there's this woman called Rachel from, I don't know where she was from, England somewhere. England, and you kind of, yeah. you know, do you want to go to Thailand to meet somebody from England? Not really. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, you know, in the hotel. And so she's like the human embodiment of the reception. She's sort of like a, a you know, she's a moving. She's floating She's around. floating around the place. And I don't think, it, it doesn't suit, it, it's just a bit odd. Um, 
you know, like, okay, well, you know, I want the reception over there. No, she's the reception. And, and she's coming up to you. And, like, I don't want to necessarily, you know, have a friendship. You know, I just want to. But you poured your heart out. Hannah, she makes her. me feel nervous. So I just started talking to her and playing along with the whole pretend yeah. thing. What, what was David she was doing? A, she was a bit. She was he, a bit he, she was, was, he was drooling <laughs> over her. You know, when I have David a very, is I have just a very like impressed by a woman and he doesn't have time so to so think, like push button the same way. It's so mis- it's so it's so misreading of, of the situation. I have a nice girlfriend who I drool over. I don't need I, I I'm not I wasn't Do you do you take her around <coughs> or you just hide her? <laughs> what did she say, Daniel? I I can't even what did she say, Daniel? So you're hiding your girl. Do you take her around or do you hide her? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My girlfriend is hidden in the boot of my car. <laughs> okay. He doesn't have so, a car. So anyway, I'm just saying that you walk in, you don't know what the situation is, and there's this sort of roving reception human person, you know, going around and sort of sitting down and, you know, ch- you know the way, like, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, ordering food and somebody sits down and just, hey, how you doing? Like, okay, you know, just I just want a fucking bit of a chicken. Would you fuck off? Like, you know, um, you know, it's just, make, it's just a bit... Uh, you know I, oh yeah right and also okay so there's that so there's a bit sort of like a mental hospital and she's like a you know nurse ratchet and she's just kind of you know and you know okay huh can you just I think she hypnotised you you alright you alright you alright you know I, I, oh you yeah you know what she's there for she's there for the, the general like she's there for the English or Irish customer that goes over and is like a bit like it's a bit weird here in Thailand, you know. Yeah, right, right. Does, does anyone speak English here? Yeah, right, you know, right. I can't understand it. Oh, yeah. there she is. And she, right, okay. she appears like out of the bushes like, hello. <laughs> She's like a rescue team. She's like, hello, mm-hmm. welcome. A bit of civilization in this whole Well, you see, uh, it's funny, Jack, because uh, I don't, I want to meet Thai people. I can't, I've gone to Thailand. I don't want to meet, you know, um, you know, you know, uh, Janice from Shropshire. You know, anyway, listen. But, but so I'm the, just surprised the, if you don't. Why did you spend so much time talking to I her? I didn't spend so much time talking to her. <laughs> no, you did. You, you, all of a sudden, she meets Jack, and you know, and all she of a sudden, she, she asks him that we got a ticket, you know, huh? after riding motorbikes. How did she know? You must have told her. Okay, Hannah, listen. <laughs> so, yeah, even so, even the. You the, were just like <laughs> reporting to her. The, 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 the house. By the end of the holiday, she knew David's PPS number. <laughs> so, the, the house. So, they had. They, we were I saying, hope you didn't give her your, you know, your number to get to your account. So they were, we were staying in this. We were staying in this villa, right? Downstairs in the villa, it had two stories. It was furnished on the top story. The, the story downstairs was fuck all there. So you could. It was just like empty rooms, <coughs> with a kitchen that said, "Don't fucking use this kitchen." Even though they didn't say it, it was clear. Yeah. Don't fucking use this kitchen. So it was really. That was a bit of a joke, and also it looked like they bought a house next to the hotel because it was just it was just a house on a little driveway and it was looking out onto the arse end of a fucking staff quarters or something right fine but it's a nice nice enough house i mean we 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 didn't care really that much and then there was one moment that they they had these big uh you know uh what you call them those surfing boards that you stand on paddle boards and i say oh yeah can i use that no sorry that's the owners you can't use that it's only the owners and i'm thinking if you have a hotel Mm. And you've got, you know, but don't say shit like that. Let the fucking people who stay here play around your piddly little fucking paddleboard. Oh, it's the owners. What, I'm going to bring my own paddleboard, for well, fuck's sake. Anyway, anyway, so that I was that was a bit odd, right? That sort of stuff. But the, pe- the, the staff from Thailand, lovely. 
Uh, yeah. Bit, bit, bit over the top at times, you know? Yeah. Because you're there. Thank you, Ka. You're there, you're walking out. And there was one who was like, <laughs> she come out in her the face on her. She's smiling. How was your day? Yeah, but she, they're bored shitless. I like that. I think they're very nice. And, and you know, you won Rachel. She was okay, but she, I, I don't. I don't think the the job description it, it would be very difficult to do for any type of personality to be that. You know, so you're suddenly you are the reception. Mm. Like like, <clears throat> there is no reception. So she is the point of thing and it's kind of weird she's like a she's like a, a kind of like a wedding planner you know is that like, a thing in is that a thing in hotels i'm not sure i've never seen she's, she's like, like guest that. uh relations that's that's that would be her title something like guest relations you know yeah, she's odd. a bit of a manager she she helps out here and there with a bit of d- d- serving d- drinks but but she, her, no, her main job that's though. such a boutique uh Resort. It's not a resort. There are just three bungalows in the house, and that's it. Well, I, I would also say I, I realized I didn't know. I realized when I got to Thailand, I actually don't know what I want from a holiday when I got there. Because you, do you want to stay in a resort that's like any place you could stay anywhere in the world? You're in Thailand. You know, you want to see Thailand, or maybe that's that's for me. Other people. They, <coughs> they want to stay in a place where you can get a you know a bowl of cornflakes and a fucking Snickers, and uh, you know. Yeah, and you wanted just to sit on the beach and no, have I didn't. your salad. No, that's <coughs> when we were going. You I said, have this tickly cough because of the going in and out of fucking air conditioned rooms. Okay, go And yeah, then um, you wanted to read your book. Which like, I didn't read a page of. You wanted to swim. But also, the funny thing is that um, that little cove we were staying, <laughs> the bay, you couldn't swim, actually. You could swim. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No, it was so shallow. So what? You could still you swim. Could just, you like, go, yeah, go, no, you couldn't. It wasn't shallow. You had to go to the next beach and it was swim. amazing. You no, could you sw- couldn't. I swam it. in it. No, you couldn't. I liked said, it. Because you said, oh, because you say you never drown. I liked it. It was a swimming place. Don't mind, Hannah. It's like, no. it's like, it's like going for a swim on Sandy Man's Strand. <laughs> okay, listen, here's the thing as well. Uh, I realise I still carry the trauma of the Irish Sea, even though I was in Thailand. It took me a few days to get my head around the fact that the sea isn't absolutely horrifying and cold. And, you know, like, y- you go into the water in Thailand, there's no rejection. There's no shock. No. You just go in, and this it's like, and, like and, and welcoming actually, woman. yeah, yeah, it, welcoming with woman. With big breasts, you can sink. But into but it. but um, like, uh, <laughs> it's really really nice, and uh, you know, uh, then. It, but the, the the feeling I did when I came back from Thailand to Ireland, you just think this country is actually uninhabitable. People should not be living here. In Ireland? No, 
It's too cold. The sea is looking back at you and saying, fuck off. The weather is saying, no, go away, get inside. And I think the sea, like, you know the way these dorky people, I love it because I'm in the cold sea. And then they go in, like, even the sea is going, what the fuck are you doing in me? Would you ever fuck off? And they never stay around. And the fact that they go on about that they're in, that, that they're in, in the sea, you know, <coughs> it requires no intelligence or creativity to jump in the fucking sea. And people go on about it like it's a great <laughs> fucking achievement. So, so, so uh, you know, it's like people who go on about uh, drinking pints. Oh, I drank five pints. You poured liquid into your fucking gulliver. Shut up. <laughs> Babies drink fucking tit milk when they're born. Yes. You're annoying me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that drinking uh, alcohol, it has nothing to do with oh, uh, okay. dipping in the sea. I'm saying the people who go on about jumping into the sea here, you don't go on about it in Thailand because it's not a problem. Because you don't need to. You don't need to because it's just there's like. There's no it, challenge. Th- yeah, right. But, but that's the way it should be. That's no, what, there's no uh, oxygen in Thailand. <laughs> But also, I think that's what I'm saying. Thailand, Anna, that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't. The fact that you have to mention that it's such a challenge to jump in the sea tells you that you shouldn't be living here. It's uninhabitable. What about well, like Siberia or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Siberia. Siberia. Yeah, you shouldn't live there. But like Ireland's not a Siberia. There's never minus uh, minus five or six in Ireland. It rarely goes below zero. It's like living on the surface of Mars here. <laughs> Listen, I, I I actually appreciate living in Ireland. You know, when we were the last the two days on our holidays, it became really sunny, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't cope with that heat. So well, I was so happy that we were in between seasons. That it was overcast, a bit rainy. Because last day, me and Jack, we went on a scooter and we were supposed to have like half an hour drive. Like after 10 minutes, I got a panic attack. I was I was just having a stroke. Yes, because you were cycling at the wrong time of the day. Yeah, but like the day is really short. The sun sets at six o'clock, so you have to get up really early. That's why you have to go really fast on the scooter and then it's colder. <laughs> we did. Jack went 70 kilometers and no, I was I, having I not only a heart attack. Yes, you did. No, I've I, was seen going, it. I did at one point, but I was keeping a cool 50. What, what no. was nice was when it was it was the start of the rainy season season. And what was quite weird was you walk it's around the, the rain it's the and it's warm. The end of rainy season. And you, you don't you yeah, kind of don't notice rain. it. No. And you get dry really quickly. Yeah, so you can and, just walk and around. it's warm and it's um, enjoyable. Yeah. You're not. Yeah, but I mean, you know, also like there are there are good things about Ireland. Like there's certain things about Ireland that I like. I think. Can we talk about uh, John McDonough in a pool? <laughs> oh, go on then. <laughs> just you know the rules. Um, like, oh Jesus like Christ! Yeah, so, so, so we were with John McDonough. So John McDonough. John McDonough is the director of the guard and Calvary and all the rest of it. And nice bloke and his Mrs. Lizzie was there, and uh, we we happened to cross over our holidays at the same time, and so we started playing pool. But John has these uh, rules. What are they, Jack? Jack? Well, well, apparently we were in the wrong because we we were playing with Dublin rules. <laughs> Dublin rules, you know. And uh, well, you shouldn't be playing Dublin rules. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. People in the comments section can can tell us. So the biggest things were carryover shots when you when you uh, don't hit the ball or you pot the white ball. Is that the way I play and the way I think you played it is that if you missed if you pot the first shot and mix miss the second shot you don't get a carryover shot because you've you know you don't get two free shots speak into the microphone I am you don't get two free shots yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah 
and then another thing was if when you get when you pot the white ball and you bring it out you can hit it anywhere on the table you know you can, you don't have to go down the table you can go up the table yeah you know and it's uh it's it's frustrating it was frustrating you know <laughs> well well yeah like uh, um with with john yeah when people start going on about that like are you just okay yeah okay okay then and i think uh jack was like <coughs> he wanted to kind of get 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 into it but but john is very fastidious he has his yeah, he's Ways got his sets of rules, like you know we I mean? all, you know, like you have in some areas. Yes, absolutely. Yes, like yes, Like you don't yes. like someone, you know, making noise behind you. Yes. You but you, but you know what I have to say? I, I enjoy people uh, like John, that when you're playing a game like pool, because a lot of the time you play pool or something, and they, they, some person's not into it. And the the games are only fun if you're, yeah, that's right. if you're super competitive. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like you yes. have the most fun playing it if you're competitive. So it was the most entertaining <laughs> games of pool. Yes, but you know I don't agree with his rules, but that's fine. Yeah, we yeah. had some good games. I and he's pretty good at pool, I have to say. He yeah, beat, yeah. beat me so many times. I could only beat him once. You know. I think I was. I was, I was. I think I was the best. <laughs> I don't know. No, to be fair, uh, John. I think, I think he he won. I was probably the best. First day, John was the best, and then David David got, was the best after this, uh, the first day. Daddy. <laughs> My daddy is better than you. Um, okay. It was so frustrating losing against David as well. I can't like you know. <laughs> and then Eddie and and the pain of losing was so much stronger than the joy of victory. <laughs> the pain of losing was stronger than the joy of victory. Um, uh, so Daniel, while we were away, you were doing your course, and um, it, it's it's quite intense. The course Daniel's doing this acting course in in what's the place that you're doing it in, Daniel? Uh, yeah, it's Liberty's College, or you call it uh, Bull Alley. Bull Alley. Yeah. Where is that? Uh, it's just like around Patrick's Cathedral. Like, okay. Yeah. So uh, you've got this assessment coming up on Wednesday, and it's Daniel's least, I guess, least favorite uh, part of the acting thing, which is, is it physical movement? Well, I guess it does have a point to do. It's, you uh, know. it's not, I mean, no, there, there's obviously physical movement, but it's just the dancing aspect. <laughs> the dancing aspect to it. Well, like, I mean, I like dancing, but like, you know, you know, like in the club or like, you know, disco or yeah. whatever, or like, you know, kind of like easy. Right. This is like kind of more uh, musical, choreographed. choreographed and musical, musical theater style. And uh, so do you, do you have to choreograph a piece that they assess? No, no, no. They, they, they teach us a, a choreographed piece that we. Um, and have you, have you, have you practiced it a few times? Yeah, I have. I've done it in class. And how long like, does it take to do? Oh, it takes, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes or Fuck off. What? 15, 15 20, minutes. 20 minutes? Well, yeah, yeah I mean, because like... What do you mean? You're moving around, you're lepping about the place. Because there's, there's several different choreographed pieces that like, you know, they assess you in each in each one. Ah, like, stop it's it, like, Daniel. Dice, yeah, like no, honestly, honestly, the first class I went into <laughs> that they were doing the dancing class, it was like, it was like real like intense and I was like, holy shit. You, were, you mean uh, physically you were wrecked no, after? it wasn't that I was wrecked. It was just that they were doing moves that I just like wasn't like... I, like what? They were expecting people to do moves that like already uh, people would be dancers already. Oh right, right, right. Like pirouettes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It's just, <laughs> Not like a uh, Louis. What's your man? Uh, Louis Spence. Louis Spence. Yeah, from yeah. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just dance, uh, gorgeous. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, 15, I just, fifteen or twenty minutes is a long time, Hannah. 
Well, you know, well, yeah. Is it a few? Is it a few separate pieces? Yeah, yeah, it's a few right, separate right. So pieces. So you have one, two minute, one, three minute. So yeah. it will, God, That's Daniel, harder. when they're assessing you, is it just you doing it? No, no, it's me and three other people. <laughs> and is it three girls or three? Three? Yeah, it's three girls. Yeah. Three. <laughs> Are you throwing them in the air? No, no, no. Because we're we're all doing individual. Oh, yeah, individual yeah. like piece together. But I think Daniel will take it seriously, and he'll do he'll do he'll give it his best shot. And I think of they course. see they see that, and that, that's that's that go uh, you know tips the thing in your favor. I mean, and you what's know, the most difficult? Uh, oh yeah, what's uh, the most difficult? You know, uh, moves. Oh, there's like. Uh, I don't know. There's like Beyonce style movement ah, there, like you know, like, like uh, shake your booty. N- yeah, yeah, kind of like shaking your hips side to side. And oh yeah, it's just like oh, I don't know. <laughs> very un- then, very un Irish. Yeah. Do you have to jump in the air? Yeah, you have to jump in the air as well. Like, yeah. And do like a squat, not squat, but like uh, what do you call it? Split, split, split. sort of split in the air. Yeah, ah, yeah. stop it. <laughs> Do you yeah. actually? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't imagine Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> okay, Brendan, uh, we're doing our acting classes. Yeah. Now just lap about the place now. <laughs> no, I think it's a physical. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, movement, it is. physical. That's no, great. Uh, it does uh, open you up. Yeah, yeah, physicality. It's so important. And you feel a bit gay, like? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a little bit gay after the classes. Lady boy. <laughs> Oh yeah, actually, those massages that we got in town were very good because me and Hannah, Jack, did you do? I, was, I wasn't impressed, really, to be honest. Well, well, I, I was mm. impressed with the foot massages, and and I know people will think Thailand. I'm sure there's loads of happy ending places, but uh, if you're going for a happy ending, then it's not really about massages. You're going for a. <laughs> you're going for. <laughs> you're going for a. <clears throat> Do okay, anyway, sorry. So uh, uh, there was one, and I actually the best massage I think I got was from a lady boy. Yeah, and you were so resistant to get it. No, from it just a lady was a bit dog. odd. So we were walking around as uh, what when we were in Krabi trying to find a place without lady boy. Yeah, no, wait a second, Hannah. None? Ha- hang on, Hannah. There was I walked past one place and they were all lady boys, and then I just uh, that's it. But then. I felt bad, and then I, I went. I, and the best foot massage mm. I had was from a lady boy. It was fucking. It was really, really, really like a properly when they know exactly the pressure points and yeah, where yeah, to do. Yeah. It's almost like they're communicating through these pressure points, and then they <laughs> press a point, and then you feel it here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they pressing one point, and you look down, and like, oh shit! <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, how long have we been broadcasting? Fifty, fifty minutes. Oh. Feels longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the 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 lady boys they're stronger, so they have more right. um, uh, agency, if you will. But to, I think uh, it's <laughs> not about foot massage. It's not necessary the strength. It's yeah. just where you press it and how you press it. Obviously, the strength is strength is important. Were, yeah, were, to, to be honest, I was very disappointed with the foot yeah. massage. There was one. I really, one, I really thought like they're just rubbing my leg. You know, there was one yeah, person yeah, yeah, that yeah, kept it. She was she was doing this to my like that. It's really sore on my fucking uh, toe. Toes. Yeah, I don't like that bit either. But <coughs> I, I like when they press. You know, uh, <coughs> Jesus. David, you're just killing yourself. Hannah, it's fucking from the... No, it's from your vape. It's proven that it's toxic and kills you slowly. So, folks, stay away from vaping. 
And now he's he's just taking paracetamol. Like this. <laughs> Do you have water? Uh, and he drinks it with leucozate. This is like, you know, the recipe how to get really healthy. Have we got some water? Yes. Let's don't make noise, Diver. Hmm? Nothing. Speak to the microphone. Okay. Um, but I think it, it was a really nice thing uh, when we rented scooters. And the next holiday, we will go on another holiday, and this time it's going to be the whole family, which I'm really looking forward to. Because I, I actually, I like the little bubble that we get into. So it'll be nice to be Jack, Daniel, me, Hannah. And, and also, and it's nice. You kind of have your, you know, and you can, you, and we know each other so well that you know we can just chill out. You can have breakfast when you want to. You do your own thing. Then we meet up and and. Uh, but go on. What were you going to say? No, surprisingly, we we really did not have any really arguments and. Yeah, because yeah. you were stoned the whole time. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I was I was the media mediation expert. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 you're right. I wasn't, no. I wasn't, I wasn't. Well, that, can, can we just. No, we were close at times. Can we know? just say that marijuana or the weed or whatever you want to call it in Thailand, the type of stuff that Hannah was smoking was actually very, very mild. And I don't think you can get it here. I don't think so. I'm not and it's sure. not even, it's not even giggly, yourself. it's not even giggly weed. No. It's just it was very. Outdoor growth, outdoor. Yeah. It's very you, you chilling. Could ch you can choose what if you want the outdoor, the indoor grown. And the outdoor grown is obviously. It's like organic, you know, it's it's grown with the sun instead of lights. And, you know, that obviously affects, like if you grow vegetables, you know, if you grow mm. a tomato in its natural environment first, because it's so hot in Thailand. So you can grow weed outside, you can grow fruit and vegetables outside. You don't need to make an artificial oh, environment. Oh, I see, right. So the, so the, it's a weed, marijuana just grows lovely naturally. Yeah, there. It's, <laughs> it's like in Mexico, if you watch Narcos in Mexico, they, they show how, because it's so hot in the desert, they needed to irrigate it for marijuana to grow, but because of the heat, they could grow it outside and they could grow really good stuff, you know. And this idea of uh, over here just lacing it and just getting it more and more and more strong. Like, what the fuck? It's like yeah. having a it's like growing, um, I don't know, like like carrots that are 200 feet tall or something for no reason. No, just just enjoy the fuck. You know what I mean? Everything yeah. has to, uh, you know, it's all this progressive stuff. You know, some things are fine the way they are. Weed was okay. Leave it alone. Well, it's yeah. like well, it's like vegetables, fruit, fruit and vegetables. They're meant to have blemishes. They're meant to have all these kind of things. Mm. But you go to the supermarket, and when they're sorting through the fruit and vegetables for the supermarket, they're not. They're trying not to put and any can of the I apples say to, with black spots. Yes, there's can, nothing wrong with it. And can really. I also to say to the younger women out there who are looking for potential love partners, men are the same as vegetables. Yeah. We have blemishes. We're not perfect. You know, we're not symmetrical. We're not this. We're not that. We're real men. We're hairy. We're we're we're, we're organic. Organic. You know, organic, you know well, we're, not, we're not we're not uh, photoshopped uh, Brazilian models, ladies. You know, and we'll be much. We, you'd have much more fun with us because we're more grateful. Well, so I have. Uh, you know, it it also works the other way. So you know, like women are also not perfect. Ah, and, sure. Ah, sure. <laughs> one test for men if they deserve a woman. Oh, any woman is just ask them, do you like hairy vagina? If they can't cope with it, that means they know. 
Hannah, you wear your two sons. Are there. Like, I love the way I looked at my two sons. Like, I'm trying to put myself in the position of them. And if my mother said, and uh, I think a really good test uh, for a man is that you to find out if he is a potential partner is to say to him, do you like a hairy vagina? Yes. And if he embraces and yeah. he's OK, then we can move on. Otherwise, he's, you know, like, he's, well, he's not able. OK, well, come on, ask your sons. Do they I don't like want to ask my sons. Well, you have heard like, asking <laughs> in general. Go away. Go away. Daniel. No. <laughs> no, I mean, why you, you know, like... You're I'm a 30-year-old man now. <laughs> I'm not yeah, Do you, do you like a fucking hairy vagina? I'm, I don't want to know what they... F- I like a vagina like a, like a field, like bits of bushes and twigs and <laughs> lovely little tufts well, of grass. If any man thinks that a hairy no vagina is not normal, then they just have no clue. Yes. And do you think men are out there... Yeah, do you think men are out there who think vaginas are not hairy? Yes, I think so. Really? I think so. Or maybe they don't accept it. Or yeah. they think they, uh, they, they better than Do you that. think women feel um, uh, pressurised into shaving their vaginas? Maybe they want to as well. Yes. But uh, that's the thing. If a man thinks that hair vagina is not normal, then he's just not but it doesn't equipped say it, 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 to appreciate the faults and beauty of a woman species but but what I'm saying is uh, do you think I wonder what percentage of women uh, have hairy vaginas I think maybe the uh, whole of France some French women like it but in general most of women they shave themselves it's just like it's actually nice to be shaven like Korean and Asian like men and women they love shaved bodies both of them Jack and Daniel have tuned out. I'm just looking at the percentage. Ah, Jack, don't be looking up that stuff. Why Go on. not? That's interesting. <coughs> but because only, I think, French women so confident in their own beauty, in, you know, that they can have hairy armpits and hairy vaginas. I think they're just inconsiderate. <laughs> just in general, the French are a bit inconsiderate, but maybe not yeah. in that regard. I'm not saying anything about that. You know, I'm just French saying that, are the most sophisticated I'm just saying, nation. Well, well, I'm, ju- I'm just saying you can be sitting in Paris having a bit of breakfast at nine o'clock in the morning, minding your own business, not being a stupid tourist, eating early in the day, and a general worker in a suit and tie can walk by you and just say, without provocation, fuck you. I did, I did that story on the, the, uh, the, the, the Instagram talking about you and your mate Tony and your mate going fuck you fuck you um, but I remember when I was growing up uh, like, like when I was a teenager and you know in the late 80s early 90s women didn't shave their fannies did you what did, how many fannies did you see? not many but I mean the fannies that I saw they were all hairy and what did you feel well I didn't know I didn't I, I, it, to me a shaved fanny would have been weird do you know what I mean? It'd be like, for fuck's sake, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? It, it would be, it'd be weird. It would be like, uh, I don't know. Having alopecia. <laughs> no, yeah, it'd be like seeing a, a rabbit without hair. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you, be, have you ever seen an owl without its fur? Yeah, it'd be like seeing an owl without its fur. <laughs> what the fuck, that Jack? What? Anyway. It's interesting. I mean, you should look it up. Uh, anyone at home, it's quite, it's quite an eye-opening thing to see an owl without its hair. But it's got very it, long legs. But like, 
uh, how this happen even? How do the people have the picture and how would I and how would I hear? Well, I can imagine if there's a dead owl and you're curious, you might shave it. Hey, can, oh my god! Can I, can you pause it, J- Jack? Daniel, are we? Yeah, like, are we? Just for go for a pee. Okay. Well, are we, we not? Keep, we can keep her. Are we back? Yeah. Jack, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, consp- <coughs> do we want to do Nicholas uh, open the cage? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah. E F G H I J K L M N O P. Yes. Wait. Oh wait. You're not meant to wait. That's all you have to do. Can I just say, uh, do, how do you feel? You're, you're, it, me- you're meant to keep going, and then I put it in, and it's like a little thing, you know. Oh right, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I think almost that if you go beyond the point of, like, open the cage, then it becomes this, you know, otherworldly potential bit that we're doing so we just have to drive through this open, open the, the cage, cage thing I, I think it's lovely and he's endless like we saw you know the, like he, it's really not thing. about Nicolas Cage it's about humanity really yeah because Nicolas Cage he just uh, embraced okay. okay Hannah okay yeah uh, yes so uh, Nicolas Cage actually he's announcing that he plans to say adios to film acting <laughs> so um, yeah he wants to wants to spend more time with his family. I bet you his family are in bits about that decision. <laughs> oh my God, he's uh, going to spend more time with us. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking lunatic. But he says that he has at least another three or four films, so he just wants to cram oh. them in, you know, like, mm. yeah, oh, well, I still got three or four. Well, why don't you give me some of the films that you're not going to do, you son of a bitch? <laughs> um, yeah, he wants to do TV acting, like, you know, series and stuff. Like, that's what well, he wants. Well, he's still acting. Yeah, I know, but just film out he doesn't want to be in films anymore. oh I see, okay. I see yeah. TV films yeah. well, I, I not TV no he just wants to be in TV shows like you know. I, oh, okay. I can't wait for Nicolas Cage to be in like imagine Nicolas Cage starring in True Detective or something like that yeah, yeah. like I think that would be amazing I think he'd be great on, oh yeah on a yeah TV yeah show. in this one yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> has, has he ever been in a TV show I don't think so I, I can't I can't think of it I don't think because so. he's a real legit movie actor isn't he yeah uh, Jack, we started to watch it. Renfield, yeah. <laughs> Renfield. It's just so bad. So shit. <laughs> we just laugh. I mean, just say, no, we can't keep on watching. Yeah. The, the, the plot is so bad, so yeah. stupid. Um, conspiracy Corner. Thank you, ja- Daniel, for... Uh, You're in- welcome. Cage. I'm so tired of conspiracies as well, because I'm, I'm doing gigs with this guy. Ah, shut up, David. We're going to listen. Uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> I feel very confident. No, 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 no. Don't mind me, Jack. Uh, I'm, I'm today. I uh, will. You know, we're a bit light. Co- most of them are actually truth. You just don't want to face the truth. Sorry, Jack. I didn't mean. <laughs> uh, well, have you ever heard of Denver International Airport? Yes, it's, I've been there. Oh, have you? Yes. Interesting, and it's very big, right? It's huge. Can't remember. Oh, you can't remember. He That's great. Uh, when they were e- eating Ben and Jerry's <laughs> <laughs> out of the out of the tub, <laughs> huh? Weren't you in uh, Denver? You worked uh, selling Ben and Jerry's. No, you? that was in New York. Oh, um, New York. No, uh, we, 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 me and Phil K went to the Aspen Comedy Festival. Mm. Cool. Uh, <laughs> like what? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, I'm just two thousand and four or five or six. Maybe. Were you drinking then? Yeah, you were no, drinking. No, no, I don't think no? it was. No, no, I wasn't. No. Well, you've heard I think it. you were. That's no, a lie. No, I wasn't. Because I came to Ireland in 2003 and you were bloody drinking. Yeah, I stopped in 2003 though. December the 8th, 2003. Well, I came 2003. That's, I, I, 
Okay. December the 8th, 2003, the same day, uh, the same date that John Lennon was murdered by fuckface. Okay, so one year, okay. Okay. Uh, so you've all heard of Jeffrey Epstein's Island, but maybe there's another place for the elites, and maybe it's not somewhere that you would quite expect underneath Denver Airport. Now, there's a few, uh, there's a few uh, indications that there could be a secret cultish place under Denver International Airport. The runways form a hate symbol. Um, if you look at the runways uh, a certain way, uh, they kind of look like swastika, you know. So um, it's also Denver International Airport is involved with biological warfare. It, you know, that's a bit light, the evidence on that one. Mm. Um, it was built by a secret uh, organization. Um, Called? called uh, well it's secret yeah yeah <laughs> you know so so um there's nothing secret anymore uh, well, anymore in the world well, it is there, amazing it is amazing con- contributors uh listed as part of the so-called nwac uh new world airport commission kind of close to new world order Mm. Commission. It is amazing, though, like the joy of hooking up with someone from the opposite sex, you know, meeting them, them finding you attractive, you know, <clears throat> the art of chatting and, you know, seduction or if that's the right term. And, you know, and then it's the, there's so much value when you finally do connect physically with each other. But to remove all that build up and, and these guys, you know, these Jeffrey Epstein's are so psychopathic that they sort of almost approach it like they're, you know, scientists gathering, uh, you know, insects or something that they can just do things to. It's fucking very unnatural and inhuman. But I mean, uh, why would they advertise this secret lair by putting, uh, you know, swastika things? Little symbols. Well, well, I think there's a thing of... uh, They are not that visible, like from the first look, you have to go above and probably have a... Well, well, there's all these things that like, you know, like... uh, uh, Sorry, I don't believe it, but anyway. No, I don't. But uh, there's there's all these things like, you know, where there's this idea about elites, you know, and there's this grand conspiracy about like that elites have their hidden places, hidden Mm. meeting spots. And I mean, that's not really conspiracy. That's like true. Like people hang around with their own type of people. It's not necessarily a nefarious thing. Didn't didn't, that guy Alex... Alex Jones, he he came across (laughs) Bohemian Grove. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, and he was... But it sounded like he was referring to Epstein's Island. Yeah, and he's... By the way, he's been talking about Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein's Island, all those kind of things, like way before, you know, Mm. but he's... No one wanted to hear Yeah, because he's the way he talks he's all crazy and everything so and see a lot and of he stuff says, and he says a lot of crazy shit but a lot of the stuff he says comes true so a lot of a lot of stuff though you see you know the way they they talked about bill cosby mm-hmm. and they said there was a, people kind of knew but they didn't know there was sort of rumors and only and so there's there's a there's a lot of that in ireland among certain you know the certain celebrities certain people within mm-hmm. entertainment or I'm sure in all walks of life, but because it never goes to court or it's never reported. Yeah, or the, kept it, secret. It, so, so that nobody really, and then people, when it finally does get called up to court or whatever, then people say, why didn't anybody say anything? 
Well, people are saying stuff, but they're not. They're not actually as well. As well, things things, things cost. Well, no, th- things cost money as well. Like they're afraid like, to. Like a court case costs money, so you know, and it's hard to win a court case, especially when you have like certain evidence that's you know you don't have you don't have red-handed evidence. Like Conor McGregor is an example now, where well, you know he. Wait, wait, I don't, we can't. We can't. Can we talk about this stuff, Jack? Hannah? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't well, know. No, yeah. but well, Conor McGregor's got a bunch of allegations against him, right? Yeah, that's that's just there's it's on the news. You you can right. read it. Okay, like, yeah, like yeah. He's got a bunch of allegations, like yeah. you know, uh, and and like and you know, generally people settle because they get a payout. Well, you know, because if they bring it, to rich co- people don't go to jail. Yeah, because you can pay it off if you go to trial. You have to pay the lawyer. You have to pay. Oh, you mean the, the, the plaintiff or the, yeah, the unless the government picks up the case. But yeah, I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem to happen that much in Ireland. Like you see. In America, they have the U.S. Uh, government versus whatever. Sometimes know? in Ireland as well, if it's like yeah. a murder case, yeah. people's versus. But if you do it like um, civil civil court, then you need your own lawyers, you need your own money. But as we say, you know, I was listening to this podcast, um, Secret Word, about those guys from Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, they, they were like women saying oh I've been abused and all so and they were you targeting models models but they were targeting uh, young men and having the same sort of party um, the CEO of a, of a, okay. of a company in Fitch so there's Mike Jeffries and his partner Matthew Smith so they had a um, that, so they had this operation going they, they would go on the weekends to different uh, hotels and having like sex parties so they would employ young guys well they they, they weren't underage mm. but you know you know like you can uh, mm, you know lure people in promise them something they were paid but they weren't you know they so weren't what's the, sorry but i know this is terrible but what, what what are we relating this to or what's the point you of know this? like from uh jeffrey epstein yeah uh, you know using women and using them for sex that the same happens to young men who are just lured they used for sex okay and not necessarily wanting to do it well, well, yeah, I, so I, rem- I remember uh, the Abercrombie and Fitch it used to be on Dame Street and you used to walk by it and they'd have like a fellow with a, a six pack, you know? Yeah. And, and girls would come and take pictures of them and everything. Do yeah, you and the, yeah, they, they, you know, they only employ uh, model like looking guys and they actually, they said that any older persons was not supposed to come to the store. Oh yeah, and they didn't. And they, they didn't actually do XL, had a, uh, They didn't do like yeah. XL clothes. They either. actually fire a pilot who was um, who was driving um, a jet, Abercrombie uh, jet, because he was um, over forty. or was too. It's old. funny. It's funny. Uh, you know, when you think about uh, tastes and body shapes and all that kind of thing, I mean, there was a. Mo- I don't know if there still is a movement, but why are models? female models why are they so young and why and they don't they don't have that many curves maybe it's different now but a lot of the designers mm-hmm. fantastic designers brilliant and they're a gay man a lot of a lot of gay male designers and so they're attracted to they're not into women like i'm into I, when I, I i i i love a big ass i love curves I lo- now you know, but what was uh, before mama 
Al Just Pacino. let me finish me. That was an Al Let me let me reference. finish me little uh, train of thought that you're trying to jump on and pull the fucking uh, you know emergency cord. Like the curves, like the this, love those curves and all that, right? And so I guess the guys don't because they're gay and they like guys. So they get women who are kind of androgynous or sort of uh, quite uh, boy-like. And so they're very shapeless or whatever. And so it's an impossible uh, thing to try and get as a woman to look like that is that a is that a point i'm making is it a fair point yeah yeah but uh, so so you, you know they, they, you see a lot of these uh, models walking down the runway and they have quite boyish bodies mm-hmm. and women real women the kind of women that i like they have curves and they've got big 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 gorgeous bums and lovely big legs well, well, well i'm just saying here big mass of nicky nacky noras i i've heard i've heard the name but i can't say i really know much about her twiggy yes in the 60s there you go she was kind of the waif she was the f- first mm. like you know like oh she's see. all skinny so she mm. started the kind of trend and then over time it you know through the but it, it says here it's only in the 1980s that the designers designers began favoring ultra thin models so mm. There was like a progression, you know, but now you see like, especially with like, because, you know, you think back to like the 2000s, 90s or whatever, you know, you had Paris Hilton and it's all like little, little t- tight clothing, not many, not many curves, all skinny. Mm. But then like Kim Kardashian became super yes. famous and popular and all the yeah, girls. Yeah, but she's not a model. All, she yeah, she but is she, she, social. She, thank God for Kim but, Kardashian. But, but whatever Kim Kardashian is now didn't exist beforehand, you mm. know, so like. So the model stopped being so famous and it was Paris Hilton, then it was Kim Kardashian, these kind of lifestyle people and then people wanted to make themselves like that. And Kim Kardashian, she is a model as well because she uh, models yeah. loads of clothes and loads of brands. But no, she, but like she, not no, no, as she, a model, as a catwalk. No, she's model. not a catwalk, but oh, she she models. Like, well, she's been on catwalks as she's well. Pro- she's probably paid for. Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyway, she's all curvy, so she changes the trends, and now girls want to be curvy. And also, there's body body positivity movement and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, you know, if you look at the 1800s or whatever, and they had their bohemian period where. You know, you see all the paintings. It's all naked women who are big and full. God, I should have been living in the 1800s. Okay, that's what we've tucked out of today. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into. And that's why we're not together. We have we're finished our holiday. We're back. We're ready to fight. We're ready to do it. This 2024 is going to be a great year for everyone. Tell your friends about this podcast because we'll we'll never stop. And we're going to create wealth for you and for everyone. This is a body positivity forum. Thank you, Hannah, uh, my sidekick and my friend. My two princes are two princes, Jack and Daniel. See you all next week. We love you. Take your baby by the hand. I make you do a high And take your baby by the hill. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.